1: presented by t-mobile the official wireless partner of odyssey sports with an awesome network and great savings there's never been a better time to join t-mobile visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today
0: to all right welcome into the martin kitchen show mark dandero bang kitchen with you kitch good morning how are you good mark how are you i'm doing great we have a lot to talk about today a lot to talk about this morning Um, Big win for the Patriots last Sunday. Can they piggyback off of that in Miami? That's going to be an awful uh, important game for them. And a big one, if they want to sort of change the narrative, change the scope, direction of their season, a win in Miami, back-to-back wins of that magnitude would go a long way into doing that. We'll get to that. Um, I'd like to start, though, Kitch, with the Celtics and kind of our first impressions On what we've seen over the course of the last, whatever it's been, three days here with the first two games of the slate, of the regular season schedule, a win in New York, a win in Miami, what was your big takeaway from both performances?
2: Uh, This team looks pretty good. I I really like what I've seen out of this team so far. Jalen Brown, you know, had a kind of dud of a first game but came out and was very aggressive in the second game, very aggressive, particularly going after rebounds. Um, which this team's going to need. Yes, they have a little more size, but they're still going to need, you know, Brown and Tatum to be aggressive rebounders to help out. Um, You know, generally, I like what I've seen from this team so far, but I'm still kind of stuck where I was before the season started, was I really need to see another big here. I really would like to see this team be able to kind of have real size advantage matchups at times. When you look at the last couple of teams that have won the titles, they've been pretty big. Pretty big teams have a front line of, like, three guys that are 6'10 and up. So I'd like this team to get a little bit bigger, but so far, I mean, how can you not be impressed with what you've seen? I'm
0: with you on that. Um, Let me start with the big takeaway that I had, the big positive takeaway, uh, especially coming out of that first game. And the first game, fair or not, right or wrong, meant more to me. Okay? Miami in October is not Miami in May. So I just – it was a big game. It's one you still obviously care about, pay attention to. You want to win. But the game in New York was more interesting to me. And the first thing that I will take away from that game, Ben, is that they won a game that was against a good team, on the road, and one that was close and nip and tuck down the stretch. That's a huge step in the development of this team. Now, did they win it in the fashion that I would have liked them to have won it? Not necessarily. Not necessarily. Um, You know, they were in a situation where Chris Dapp's Porzingis came up big and made some of the big shots. But they did win it, and that's the headline. They found a way. It, it was a game where you could have lost last year. They could have lost. They would have lost that game. And now my perspective and perception of this team in close games late has started to change and alter a little bit. There's got to be more of that. I need it more and more and more consistent. But at least it started a little bit. The bad news so, is,
2: yeah. So go ahead. No, I was just, just going to touch on that point. Is that you know you saw two different guys kind of take control of the game um, that weren't Tatum. And I know what you you know I, I know one of the things you've been harping on for a long time with this team, in particular Jason Tatum, is you want to see him him be the one that kind of puts a stranglehold late on games and have those big shots. But it's kind of nice when they have other guys that can do it and open up those opportunities for Tatum later down the road.
0: It just feels like as great as Chris Porzingis was in that spot and as much as I've enjoyed watching him play in the first two games, I still think it comes down to Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. Now maybe, Ben, and you can chime in on this too, maybe that's not going to be the correct approach or the correct take on this. Maybe this season ultimately will come down to Jason Tatum and Chris Daps Porzingis. I don't know if you think Porzingis, if he stays healthy, can uh, replace is sort of a cold word, but can supplant Jalen Brown as the official Robin on this team. I don't know if he has that level of game. I don't know if he can do it. But it seemed like he was up for the task in that first game against the Knicks, a team that had tormented you last year, a team that was really good last year. So, uh, you know, all I'm saying is, It still feels like it's Tatum and Brown that need to be at their best if this team is going to ultimately get to where they want to go. But they did find a way to win the game. The negative about what I just said is, at least for Jalen Brown and Tatum too, in that spot, they really looked like they hadn't improved at all. So that's a problem. They looked just as hopeless and inept, especially Brown, in that specific situation. It was better on Friday night. Um You know, did they have to hit a big shot at the end? Not really. They kind of were able to pull away just enough so it wasn't uncomfortable. But I'm just – that was an official game. I remember we got into it last year where when those types of games emerged, I would text you, and I was probably annoying, Mm -hmm. but I would text you and be like, this is it. This is the type of game I'm talking about. That was Wednesday night. It was that type of game. They found a way to win. That's the main thing. Yes, Tatum turned the ball over. Yes, Brown was hopeless, but they found a way to win. Brown certainly wasn't hopeless last night, and they won that game as well. So the
2: but most see, they, important
0: thing is they win.
2: Yeah, so you, you took a guy that none of us really trusted in the fourth quarter, Marcus Smart, right? No, none of us trusted him. Right. There's times when all of a sudden magic would happen with him, but every time he got the ball, you're kind of like, oh, dear God, pass it. Find the right pass, because he's good at that. Find the right pass and get a guy an, uh, an opportunity. You replace that with Porzingis a guy who I think we all trust in the fourth quarter. I think a guy we all can trust in those last few minutes to get a shot, get a good look. So, you know, that's, I think that's a massive upgrade. I think that's going to help particularly Tatum down the stretch of some of these games where he's going to need to take over and he's going to be clearly the focal point, at least, you know, as the offense looks at it. But having a guy like Porzingis out there, having a guy like White out there with him that has shown that he can be the guy that they can be the guys that take over and, and potentially give you that last winning shot is gonna open it up for Tatum and allow him a little bit easier time in those moments moving forward. So I think it's you know it's a really it's a really massive upgrade. Massive upgrade for them having another guy in there that can make his own shot, you know, is a good three point shooter but can also score around the rim. So, you know, I, I'm not terribly worried about that moving forward. But I think your point, you know, overall still stands that this ultimately comes down to Tatum and Brown. How is their progression going to look like by the end of the season? Is Tatum going to work his way into being the one, two or three best player in the NBA? Mm-hmm. Cause he's on that track, you know, and he's at that right age where he should take that next leap. And all of a sudden be one of those guys where, okay, you're not even really talking about Luca anymore. Tatum's usurped him. And yeah, he's now he's hanging out with Giannis and Jokic.
0: Yeah, Luca looked pretty good last night, though.
2: I know. Um, know. Listen,
0: here's the thing, and I know we all appreciated Marcus Smart and Grant Williams and Rob Williams and all those types of pieces and players. They were tough and they were defensive, and I appreciated their games. The reality is, this Celtics team—it's a lot easier to find a guy that might be six foot six inches and has a great defensive motor and can really you know, lock somebody down defensively than it is to find a player that is capable and willing and is able to execute a tough, big shot at the end of the game. And with also, in addition to that, it's hard to find a guy that makes you feel the way you feel when Drew Holiday's on the, on the court. So what the Celtics have done here is they've replaced a Grant Williams, a Rob Williams, a Marcus Smart, great defensive pieces with a lot of heart and energy, with guys, Porzingis, who in the first game of the season showed the ability to take over the game basically down the stretch and make some of the biggest shots that you need and made. And then a guy like Drew Holiday who calms everything down. who A guy that you feel good about being out there and that he's not going to make an erratic decision, an emotional play. And he's going to do what's necessary under control to put the team in the best position to succeed. That feeling And that player combined with a guy like Porzingis who has the height and the ability and the willingness to not just take the big shots but to make the big shots, that is a lot harder to ascertain than just some defensive guys with good motors that play hard on the defensive end of the floor. You need those guys, but what the Celtics have have acquired is a massive, massive upgrade. And if they play like that and stay healthy and all those things, that's a big deal for this team. And then you just hope they can find some of those replacements, the O'Shea Brissettes, or I always talk about Jordan Walsh, or or bring in somebody, trade for a big that can play defense. You can go get that guy. The guys they have now, harder to find, it's a huge upgrade.
2: Yeah, but, you know, I I do worry about this team because we're looking at a team that really kind of outside of Tatum has had injury problems here and there. Um, And you're going to rely on these guys – you're going to play Tatum and Brown 37, 38, 39 minutes a night. If you're going to keep playing Porzingis 30 plus 35 plus minutes a night, that's going to be a problem. Same thing for holiday and white. So, you know, I'd, I'd like another player in here, another player or two that can, or, or one of these guys off the bench that can really try and work their way into the rotation. You know, Brissette came out last night and he had a, he had a nice stretch run for a little while there, but I, I'd like to see, you know, another body in here. It's just not quite deep enough. To give these guys, you know, shave off three minutes a night for some of these guys to try and keep them healthy down the stretch. You know, that's a long time concern. But you know, I I think they need another body, and I'd I'd prefer it to be a big because I do not want to tax Porzingis too much.
0: And I do not want to see Luke Cornette out there. I'm sorry. I don't. I I don't think he's going to be a type of player that you put on a championship type of rotation. I don't want to see him. um, And I totally agree with you. The benches isn't good enough. Now there's time. Um, again, we'll see who emerges. OJ Brissett, uh, O'Shea Brissett, I, I, you know, they gave him credit for turning the game around last night. Yeah, he that was a little, was a little overstated. Okay, that's fine. I'm just telling you what Tatum said. I mean, if that continues, then you'll have a thing there. Now, is he going to be a star? Is he going to be the guy that puts you over the top? Not necessarily, but you need a consistent, reliable bench presence. And just Al Horford isn't enough. And we don't know Peyton Pritchard. We're all kind of, we like it. We, You know, we're interested we, we can't bank on anything special from him. We need to see who significantly emerges as a bench presence for this team because Al Horford alone is not enough. Awesome starting five. I mean, intoxicatingly good starting five. But just Al Horford off the bench, I need more than that. I need another guy, a veteran, somebody I can rely on beyond Al Horford. And that's a big concern as we go forward here. Uh, but good start for the Celtics, and we'll see where they go from here. 401 1037 is the phone number. A lot of Patriots we have to get to. Um, Craig Breslow news, all those different things. More Celtics if you want to chime in on that. That's the phone number. This is the Mark and Kitchen Show, 1037-WEI. Now let's get a trend with Devo.
2: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news,